151 of Kapowcast. Woo! 151 yeah. up in the house. <laughs> I am Mike, and joining me today is Jeff Jefferson. Hey, guys. Conspicuous by his absence is Tony Vance. We miss you, Tony. Mm. Come home. I actually, yeah, it's it feels empty without him here. Snoopy, come home. I feel like I got a better handle on the, the equipment today. Yeah. It was a bit of a quicker start for us. Much quicker. Yeah. Gene Gray has become the master. <laughs> um, so today we originally were going to review the reign of the Superman, but um, due to time constraints on our part, um, we're going we're gonna to be holding off for a week. And uh, I think Tony will be very pleased with that. Yes, we, he can, we can all enjoy and we can make a secret track yeah. together for our patrons at Patreon. Um, so this is going to be more of a shooting from the hip kind of episode. Just, um, I don't know what we want to call it, but be more of a, a open forum, open topic, open mouth, hmm. spread Eagle. Yes. Kapowcast spread Eagle. <laughs> um, tons of, I mean, there's some news and new worthy things to talk about that have happened since the last, since the last we gathered in these hollowed halls. Yeah. They, uh, the other day they released, Warner Brothers released some clips and weird like character teasers for yeah, Birds of Prey. Like vignettes or something. Yeah. I, and this is another time where I really wish Tony was was right here. Because mm-hmm. I know he really likes Birds of Prey and I really want his opinion. But if I could, I'm going to try try to put my mind inside Tony. I'm going to be like crying in his <laughs> belly. <laughs> I'm going to try to think about, and I think, I think Tony will be very... Uh, Cautious and potentially not a fan. Yeah, I I agree. That's my prediction for Tony's reaction. Let us know, Tony, what you think. Um, I got a, I still got a very Suicide Squad esque vibe, vibe from yeah. it. Like, and and I thought it was what I thought was kind of weird because I don't know if you know this. Uh, you and you and McDonald, you McGregor, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, he's playing uh, Black Mask. Really. Yes. That's interesting cast. And of all the clips they showed of him, he does not have the black mask on. That is not interesting. No. That is a um, loss of interest. I'm trying to remain cautiously optimistic about it just because I'm like, well, it's just, you know, they're just trying to get people excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you kind of see Huntress. She doesn't have a mask or anything. Um, you kind of see Black Canary. Nothing too much, but they do show a couple. We got like two pictures of Harley and then the, this thing too. And um, you would have thought maybe like because of the backlash before they would have got with a more comic inspired look but they like went the total fucking opposite direction yeah well it's okay because the comics will start copying it anyway and then they'll, they'll make it canon just like yep. how they <laughs> with every movie started to make aquaman look like uh jason mimosa jason mimosa <laughs> jason mimosa yeah um i mean dc i mean god bless them they're they finally hit their their big one mm-hmm. aquaman's the now the highest grossing dc comics movie oh uh knocked down uh, wonder woman huh yeah wow um, good for them. And I almost, I have, a, I have a, a small theory here because I don't know if, if you heard this, but DC rumors potentially like Lindsay Lohan <laughs> are that they are considering to do, considering Zach Efron for the green lantern corpse movie. Yes. I have heard that, which don't get me wrong. I'm a hundred percent on board for, he has that, uh, hell Jordan look to him. I think. Um, I haven't really seen him in anything, so... I, I know people are going, like, apeshit over the Ted Bundy trailer. Yeah, I think he's a good... You know, I've always, like, got, like, a serial killer vibe from him anyway. Like, I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if he was one in real life, so... It's actually a biopic. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Document- Bundy is Zac Efron. <laughs> Documentary filmed in real time. Um, 
but I, I'm almost wondering like if I could be, I could be wrong, but is DC thinking like, wow, we got Jason Momoa. Who's like this super hunky mm-hmm. guy that the, the, the women love the babes. So let's go for another hunk that the women love in Zac Efron. It's possible. He is a heartthrob. He, I mean, wasn't he, uh, was he a Disney guy? Yeah. He was, uh, like one of the uh, dance movies. Or yeah. Whatever. He sure. He was, uh, I think it was, uh, the high school musical. I think that was, was it. I didn't want to say it that I knew that <laughs> both of us knew exactly. We but were just, we were playing chicken. We were, like, were. Oh, it's a movie. There's Which like one of you wants to look more credible, uh, but look terrible at the same time. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'll, I'll look it up with my phone. And, oh, it was high school musical. No, I have no shame. Um, and I thought, I mean, but I think he's a solid pick. I mean, if you're going to go for that, um, and I hope DC, you know, I hope that this Birds of Prey movie ends up being something good, but, and I don't, the title of it is something fucking weird. Um, Birds of Prey, Caw. <laughs> no, no, it's not Birds of Prey and Caw. Uh, Birds of Prey and the, ah, there it is. See, I can remember that Zach Efron's in High School Musical, but I can't remember. <laughs> it's, um, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no, I... I Man, they just pick such kooky fucking marketing ideas and... It didn't, I mean, what's with the law? Like, it didn't work when it was Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, like, that was such a, such long, a long title. Yeah. And this is even more ridiculous. Yeah. That's one of the longest movie titles I've ever heard. Longer than Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yes. That's a, that was a long one, too. I need Planet of the Apes movies a long title. That's true. From Beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> uh, I don't remember any of the other old ones. Yeah. Um, Planet of the Apes versus uh, Mega Shark. <laughs> yes. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I, DC, I'm, it's really weird because I was kind of, I felt kind of burnt by Aquaman and, um, mm. Um, I mean, I'm tentatively, I'm still cautiously optimistic. Like I didn't hate Suicide Squad like everyone else did. I didn't. And that's, you know, that's the funny thing I was just going to say, like, I feel like Aquaman burnt me and that was the one people liked the most. Yeah. And Suicide Squad, I enjoyed more than Aquaman. I yeah, felt. I've, I think I enjoyed that more. I think I enjoyed Justice League more than Aquaman. Uh, Perhaps. I enjoyed Wonder Woman. I definitely enjoyed Man of Steel more than Aquaman. Yeah, for sure. That's still my favorite DC movie. But we might, I mean, apparently we're in the minority on this yep, one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh. I just wish that Aquaman was shorter, not the uh, the superhero, but the movie length. Yeah, I and still don't. I just don't like Jason Momoa as I, yeah, a lead. I, I, I was gonna say I still just I think that's one of the things that really did it for me. Like I just don't know if like that's just not my idea of of Aquaman. I don't know if Jason Momoa has the acting skill to carry. That's the film that's the main himself. problem with me. Like I just I I really didn't feel it is. He's not good at comedy. I don't think. No, it feels very forced and uh, stilted. Yes. Good word. Thank you. Stilted. Just two nerds' opinion. Yeah. I mean, Your mileage may vary. It's all subjective. Mm-hmm. Except can't... we're professionals and we're, we're, <laughs> right. we're experts. Um, we have a podcast. Yes. Speaking of, um, you may remember way back when uh, Stan Lee died, Bill Moore had some uh, choice. choice words that definitely ruffled a lot of feathers. And. He uh, went back on a show and he he did say like, oh, I don't have a problem with Stan Lee. <laughs> but then he just completely like destroyed the comic book, like not even the comic book, but the comic book fan community. Mm-hmm. Like he just destroyed them. Um, I got some stuff here I'll read for you. Ooh. He said uh, to every person on social media who's asked me since November, Bill, what do you have to say about Stan Lee? And every paparazzi outside a restaurant shouting at me. 
Bill, what about the Stan Lee thing? Okay, your day has come. He started a segment. Okay, that was all. Uh, he goes on to say something like, uh, bragging that you're all about Marvel Universe is like boasting that your mother still pins your mittens to your sleeve. Oh, come on. That's not even clever. You can if you want like the exact same things you liked when you were 10. But if you do, you need to grow up. That was the point of the blog. I'm not glad Stanley is dead. I'm sad you're alive. That just seems uh, hurtful, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the host took specific aim at Kevin Smith, who blasted Mar after the Lee comments. Again, my shot wasn't at Stan Lee. He reiterated it was at you, no, grown men who still dress like kids. No, I'm not mad at all. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, blah, blah. But that was Kevin Smith. I mean, Bill Maher, he's a he does it all for the attention. He hasn't really been in the limelight in a really long time. Um, he, then he goes on to say, can we please stop pretending like the writing in comic books is so good? Oh, please. Every superhero movie is the same thing. A person who doesn't have powers gets them, has to figure out how to work them, and then has to find glowy thing. And again, there's nothing wrong with a man writing comic books, he said. There is something wrong with adults thinking they're profound. And then there was also some comments about like how, oh, you know, you, the same people that are, you know, getting mad at me about this probably, you know, need to be riding their big wheels to work. And, <laughs> uh, it I, was just, I don't know. I kind of feel like he's trying to move out of the political sphere because it's so overabundant with, I mean, like, Going after Trump is kind of beating a dead horse at this point, so maybe he's trying to find some other yeah. avenue to focus his negativity um, to get some reactions out of people. Basically, and, it's like the equivalent of clickbait, in my opinion. And, yeah, and he said something also along the lines of, you know, uh, when he started us off, he's like, to the four plus whatever thousand million, you know, Twitter followers I lost because of this, good, I'm glad you stopped following me because I don't want you. <laughs> and I'm just like... Sour grapes. And, and you know, uh, Cody actually texted me about this too, and he was like, like... He's, he said, you know, he's like, I, I don't get it, man. He's like, you know, I, I agree with him on some things, but he's like, why is he so angry about this? Like, why is it such a, a, a issue for him? Like, I think his dad used to like, I don't know, wear a Superman costume and beat the shit out of him or something. You know, he also had comments about, you know, people buying action figures and stuff still. And, and Ooh, did you did you take on bridge with that? I one? did. And, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Like, this is going to sound really stupid, but for me personally, like. It took a long time for me to become comfortable with the fact that, like, I wanted to buy action figures and I was mm -hmm. into superheroes, like, because there is this general sense of you can't be grown up and like that stuff. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, why is it OK to grow up a fan of, you know, let's say you're, you know, five, six year old, you love football. Yeah. Why is it OK to keep liking that into your your teens, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s? Why is that OK? Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, uh, I don't know. I personally think. He's just doing it for the attention. At this point, probably. Like, like, I don't think he has any actual opinions of it one way or Like, he has an uninformed opinion, and he's just riding it into the sunset at this point. Yeah. Um, and the, his opinion is just, it's just so outdated. Like, no one really gives a shit if you like wearing, you know, like, if you, if you like wearing superhero t-shirts or collecting action figures or watching he, superhero films. And he went back to that whole, like, oh, these are the same people that, you know, anytime they do something adult, they call it adulting and... And like, uh, I did think it was funny. There was one person because originally I saw this in one of the, ironically, in one of the action figure groups I'm in on Facebook. Somebody had posted it, uh, but somebody had the, the perfect comment of like, "This is like the antithesis of old man yelling at cloud." Yeah. <laughs> like, and there was a lot of people that were coming. They were like, "Listen, like I'm a fan of his, but he's just coming off like a bitter old asshole at, at this point." Well, he is a bitter old asshole. I mean, um, but you know what? Bet you he didn't mind cashing that Iron Man three check he got for that uh, small little cameo he had. Yeah. <laughs> which I think is just absolutely hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, totally hypocritical, but... And I did, there was, uh, somebody did post, like, a big, long quote, quote from uh, C.S. Lewis, I believe, and he was basically talking about how, like, you know, uh, if to be adult, you have to go around claiming that this is an adult and you put childish things aside, that is, in turn, also not being adult. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, 
because of my interests don't make me an adult. My the fact that I'm, you know, 34 years old, I have a mortgage, I yeah. pay my bills, I do this, I do that. You know, I mean, being an adult, in my opinion, is just someone who treats themselves and others with respect and doesn't mooch off of anyone. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> and like, I just, you know, going back, like, you know, uh, I don't want to go through this whole thing of like being, having to be uh, self-conscious about my interests. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten to a point now where I don't care. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, I don't need some, uh half washed up blowhard comedian who has an HBO show that not everybody even watches talking about how what I do is wrong. Like you, you don't, he, he has this idea in his head and it's, it's flawed. It's wrong. It's skewed. Mm-hmm. He sounds like a kid in school that was, that wanted to be part of the, the, the nerd group, but maybe he wasn't allowed to be part of the new group because he wasn't cool enough. So he has to, <laughs> you know, poke and pick fun at them and this and that. So, I mean, I've always said he was a smug prick. Like that's just his thing. That's you his, have, yeah. I've always hated that guy. I've like never... he had that uh, that religious movie, yeah, which was like the like counterpoint of that Ben Stein one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's like the antithesis of like your ultra left wing dipshit. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I feel that he caters to people that you know they're just like shouting into an echo chamber their own political beliefs and just having it reverberated back and forth and back and forth because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't feel like his show really changes people's minds because he's so... The people that watch it are already yeah, agree with him. And the way he's so smug and, like, he's so browbeating with his opinion, I don't, it's just, it'll entrench people in their, you know, d- disagreeing with him and having him being a smug dick about it is only going to have them, like, buckle down and entrench themselves even harder in their own opinion and really does more towards... Uh, I think it's worse, you know, for people because you don't change minds that way. And, like, what he's doing is... It's just not positive at all. It's extremely negative. He's doing it for attention... I just, you know, boo and shame on you, sir. <laughs> For shame. <laughs> how dare you attack Kevin Smith? I know. Listen, he, he, don't you know how easily he cries? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't really want to, you know, uh, dwell. And you know, it's, well, and you know, what's funny is he also called out people that like called him out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, see, you proved my point. You're acting like a bunch of children. It's like, so nobody can call you out. Like, nobody can be like, hey, fuck you, sir. Oh, uh, man. Is he going to go after Harry Potter fans next? Probably. <laughs> you, can't have, fans. You, you can't have any joy, any interest in anything from your childhood. Nope. Mm. Forbidden. <laughs> Forbode. <laughs> oh, you know what we did? I don't, did we ever talk about the Spider Man Homecoming trailer? Mm. Or Spider-Man Far From Home trailer? No, I don't think we did. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. What'd you think? Oh, I thought it was good. I thought it was really interesting. I wonder when it takes place. It's very, you know, I, I said that they had Marvel and Sony, they kind of had pinned themselves in like a marketing corner Yeah. with this one where it's like, well, how do we release this but still make it feel like Infinity Wars ending mattered? But yeah. I don't think, I still don't think it, it affects the ending of Infinity War. Like, mm-hmm. it still happened. Like, regardless. Well, yeah. And it was still like... Does anyone really think that all these characters are permanently dead? Right. And regardless, that first feeling you had in the theater when you watched it, that's always going to be your feeling, you know, that's always going to be a moment. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have that shock of like, oh my God. Hell yeah. Um, So, I I mean, and like you said, nobody really thought, you know... What do you think of uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio? I really liked it. Uh, I liked his outfit. He was practically unrecognizable. Like, he looked a lot older in this. He did. Like, I, I was like, what was the last thing I seen Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, in? I'm like fucking Donnie Darko for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the same time, I was thinking, 
Jake Gyllenhaal's in a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, it's weird. As, a, as Mysterio. Like, I know. It's weird seeing him without the fishbowl on his head. I hope he wears it at some point. He does. Point. There, is, there is a clip at the end. Oh, was there? You can see him with the, the, okay. the fishbowl on. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I do like how it, it seems to be the plot of this is going to echo kind of like the 90s Spider-Man and Mysterio's intro, mm-hmm. where he's kind of posing as a hero and will eventually... Show his true colors. Yeah, because I think... Those monsters, those elemental monsters that are showing, whether it be Hydro Man and, and Sandman and whoever, mm-hmm. those are, are going to be like part of his part of his shtick. Yeah, part of his show, his magic show. Yeah, um, illusions, Mike. Yes, <laughs> illusions. Um, I'm I'm kind of liking the the black and red suit a little bit more. Yeah, I wasn't a fan when I first saw it because I'm like, that's not my Spider Man. <laughs> well, you know they'll change it up. I mean, just like they did with Caps. Yeah, right? change it up. You got to change it every movie so you get more action, action figures. figures. Exactly. <laughs> can't reuse the same Fuck action no. figures because everybody already has that one. Hot yep. Toys needs to make their money somehow if Iron Man is going to stop coming out. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was really good. It was uh, had some, a lot of fun. It had some funny moments and um, didn't didn't really cheapen the impact of Infinity War. Does it for sure take place after Infinity War? The word is is that it takes place like almost immediately after uh, Endgame. Really? Boy, um, that, man, that guy can't catch a break. Yeah. Some people are, are saying like, oh, they're com- maybe maybe they're coming back from the field trip in Infinity War. I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Obviously, Spider-Man's permanently dead, but they cloned Ben Riley and they're using that yes. for this movie. And the next, yes, and the next like six, seven movies will all deal with the clone saga. Oh, just confusing man. the shit out of everybody. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I think just to troll everybody, it would be. <laughs> Please, Marvel. Sony. Sony, you're good at fucking things up. <laughs> I would say we could talk about the Ghostbusters news, but I don't think we can do that without yeah. Tony here. So just know next episode when Tony's here, we are going to talk about Ghostbusters 3 and all that stuff going on. Got a lot of stuff to talk about with that. Hell yeah. Um, what else happened this week? <laughs> um, oh, and it, by, this boggled my mind, Jeff, that you didn't know this. Probably like the biggest thing to happen uh, for comic book movies in a long time. Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture at the Academy yeah. Awards. I mean, that's a. Uh, I guess I have mixed feelings. I, I do too. I'm of two minds. Because it's really cool that a comic book movie is getting recognition and being considered a legitimate film. But why? <laughs> I mean, like, I enjoyed Black Panther, and a lot of people love it. It's like their favorite superhero mm. movie. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was an okay movie. I didn't think it was amazing. I really didn't like the suit design for it. That's yeah, his, kind of nitpicking. His I know, face looked a little too cat. Like I know it sounds stupid, but it looked yeah. too much like a cat. And the purple let- glowy, the purple glowy, I really thought took away from the seriousness of the character. Um, you know, it, it's weird as us sitting here as two white men <laughs> who we have had, you know, in, in the Marvel movies alone, up to Black Panther had like 16, 17 movies with, uh, you know male white male lead hell yeah um it's been sweet <laughs> what a ride <laughs> yep i'll aboard the white train <laughs> no uh but yeah i mean don't get me wrong i don't think like i don't think the movie was bad i thought it was an enjoyable movie i thought you know i watched it i liked it and I f- i'd be happy to watch it again but i don't really consider it any oscar winning performance i d- you know like even like the special effects, I did, and that's what one of the things that really took took away from it for me was the special effects, especially at the end. Yeah, um, I thought we were, were real shoddy. Yeah, I mean, like I enjoyed other than Black Panther, I enjoyed the costumes and the sets a lot. Um, it did recently with win what did recently <laughs> win? I think it was at the Screen Actor Guild Award. They it won uh, like most outstanding cast, which 
I 100% agree with. Yeah, it had a really good cast. I, I think I had said on a preview, one of our older shows, that I thought that this movie had assembled one of, if not the strongest casts in any of the Marvel movies. Definitely. It, it was, the cast was I love, phenomenal. I love the actor that plays uh, Black Panther. I saw his movie, Hail to the King, I think mm-hmm. it's called, those on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The movie itself was just all right, but his performance I thought was excellent. I think he's a really good actor. I'd love to see him in more. Um, but, you know, going back to the whole, like, us being potentially maybe have been spoiled as white males. Because <laughs> I remember the same thing with Wonder Woman. Like, thinking, like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But, like, is it is it getting adulation for the wrong reasons? I could see what you're saying. Like, and it's it's hard for me to say this. Without because like a Because, <laughs> exactly. Like, I just want you to know this isn't coming from an area of, you know. Toxic masculinity. It, yeah, it's, it's not coming from privilege. that. It, it might. I mean, maybe it is, and I don't even know it. It's possibly. I don't know. Um, I enjoyed both movies. I think I enjoyed Wonder Woman more than I enjoyed Black Panther. Are the, I feel like maybe the movies themselves, though good, fine, competent movies, enjoyable movies, like I really like Black Panther, I really like Wonder Woman, the movies themselves, are they being celebrated more for their Diversity. achievement uh-huh. as opposed to their movie? Yeah. Because it was pointed out that Black Panther, though nominated for Best Picture, wasn't nominated for, like, a lot of the other big awards. Yeah. It wasn't nominated for, like... Best Actor. Best Screenplay. But it was pretty much just, like, Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Which is odd. Which is very odd. Um, I, I feel like the, those two movies, have been, you know, are being more celebrated for what they brought to culture or, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to whether or not... Because I remember last year people saying... Wonder Woman needs to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Wonder Woman needs to be nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> to be honest, like, there aren't that many like comic movies or superhero movies that really are Oscar worthy for like Best Picture. I thought The Dark Knight was. You say, and you say Winter Soldier. Even Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier is one that I would say. Even would Winter Soldier, I'm a little reluctant on. Yeah. I'm kind of like, mm, but you know what one? <laughs> you know what one? I think we could both agree on huh. Logan. Yeah, Logan for sure. I thought was it was a beautiful movie. Very sad. Yeah. I th- and Hugh Jackman was great in yeah, that. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was amazing in it. Patrick Stewart was great. The, oh, Patrick Stewart was phenomenal. The girl who played X-23 was really good. I feel like that movie, um, it was really great. And I feel like it's kind of uh, swept under the rug. been lost on the shuffle like, yeah. over the past couple years. It's I- a shame. That was one of my favorite comic movies. Because it was uh, like a February or March release or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it just kind of, over the hustle bustle, like the MCU and the DC stuff and mm-hmm. this and that. It's just, you know... And it not being part of the other X movies, really. Yeah, and having an R rating and... Which I thought was awesome. Kudos but, to them. Yeah. The thing with that movie, though, is it's almost too depressing. We're like... Oh, that's what I, I love can't, about it. It's, it's hard to rewatch <laughs> it. Watching, uh, spoiler alert, watching Patrick Stewart get skewered by uh, X-24. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, they did it. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. No coming back this time, Charles. Yeah. Although he came back from being, like, dusted pretty much, though. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but um, with Black Panther, like, I'm super, like, glad. And it is a huge win mm-hmm. for us against the Bill Mars of the world <laughs> saying, no, fuck you. This is actual art. And there's yeah. actually substance to this stuff. It isn't whatever you've preconceived in your mind for the past 40, 50 years of what comic books and comic book nerds are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of the smartest, I, I guarantee you there is, like, you know, Smarter people than Bill Maher that probably read comics and oh, enjoy sure comic book that. movies. Don't mean to go back to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited. Um, there is a cynical part of me that 
wonders, did they, you know, just throw Black Panther in there? Like, because they've been getting flagged for being horrifically racist for years. That and, and try <laughs> to like gain viewership. Yeah. Because their ratings have been going. That's because the Academy Awards are a farce, in my opinion. And that's why they tried to do the whole like best popular picture. Yeah. Which they got rid of because people were like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, no shit. Um, what kind of fun? Why would you even give an award for that? We already know when movies are popular. I don't even, I wonder, I was going to say, I, I was wondering what other films are nominated. Uh, yeah. Depending on what it's up against. Probably some movies we've never seen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Didn't see it. Was interested. The Her- favorite. Never heard of it. Black Panther. That was a good movie. Black Klansman. Didn't see it. Was interested, although I don't really I like was, Spike Lee a lot. I, you know, I know, I know there were some people that are not fans of Spike Lee, but they saw that and they really liked it. I mean, the story is great. It's such a great story. Yeah. Uh, Green Book. I had no idea what that is. Uh, was that one with uh, Viggo Morrison? Mm. Where he's like, um, yeah. I like Viggo Mortensen. Uh, Vice. Um, I'm not That's sure. the one with Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. Oh, no thanks. <laughs> God. Uh, a Star is Born. What was that? Uh, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Roma. I don't know what that one is. Man, it's just such um, fucking, I mean, they're just so out of touch. <laughs> so my question, I guess, is what are the chances of Black Panther walking away with it? Um, I don't know. Probably not good. <laughs> okay. Because, like, uh, I really feel like it's just such an odd man out in that group. It really is. Like, and the the fact, too, like, it just, I just keep coming back to it, that it wasn't nominated for, like, anything else. Yeah. Didn't have best cinematography, best special effects, best... Uh, best... At leading, you know, male actor. Supporting actor. Yeah. I would think Michael B. Jordan would be a shoo-in. Uh, yeah, I thought Michael B. Jordan was the best actor in the film. He was phenomenal in that. Oh, my God. Uh, best... Uh, Actress, supporting actress, um, all the all the ladies in that were great. Hell yeah! I don't know. I guess we'll see, but uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. I was gonna say I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I haven't watch watched it. the Academy Awards in uh, since 2012, I think. Um, we'll see if this though kind of creaks and opens the door. Mm-hmm. For well, I mean, it's an achievement in unto itself, and it's really cool. I mean, kudos. That's really awesome. I think it's uh, really cool. It's a precedent that hopefully will. Um, be continued in the future, assuming that we don't have a horrific comic book film bubble popping by then. Which is always always possible. Uh, I mean, wasn't it Steven Spielberg who compared comic book movies to uh, westerns? Yes. Which, I mean, that just, I mean, we still make, they still make westerns. Yeah. Good ones too. 310 to Yuma. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tombstone. Yes. Love all those films. Uh, They're, they made, Django Unchained. Hell Yeah. They uh, remade uh, Unforgiven just recently, a couple years ago, with Ken Watanabe. Oh, really? Yeah, but it takes place in Japan. He's a, uh, it's the same movie except for it takes place in Japan in the eighteen hundreds instead of uh, really. I believe no, actually, I think it might have been a samurai. It's kind of like the reverse of uh, the Magnificent Seven. How I was gonna say it was yeah, a Magnificent Seven. There was originally the Seven Samurai. So I mean, I I don't know if if the comic book movies will ever ever go away. There, I think we're at a peak right here, and that it'll start to ebb. I, think, I don't think it's going to instantaneously pop, but... I think after Avengers Endgame... I think it'll start to ebb. I, I think it'll start to teeter a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, look at uh, DC's movies. It's already a telling sign to where, you know, it's not like King Minus where everything they touch is gold as long as it's got a comic book property on yeah. it. It's, and, you know, and that, that's actually telling right there in the fact that it's not comic book movies that are huge. It's 
Marvel and yeah. Disney movies <laughs> that are huge. Pretty much. I mean, like, there's been some success other than that, but nothing that's really been able to cap- recapture put the, lightning in a bottle. the Spider-Verse, maybe one of the, one of the biggest yeah. exceptions. That one was excellent. Love that movie. I think that one should have been, I'm hoping that one's nominated for Best Animated. Uh, that's a fine question, yeah. Mr. Jeff. Thank you. Um, Venom was an enjoyable film, very funny. Not sure if it was Oscar-worthy performance, but... <laughs> yes, I want Venom to be nominated for Best Picture. Me too. And not Infinity War. <laughs> I definitely thought Infinity War was a better movie than Black Panther. More interesting. I agree. Yeah. Um, yes, it was. It's uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs. Never heard of that. Mirari, I don't know what that is. And Ralph Breaks the Internet. I would say Spider. I would say his chances are very, very good. Yeah, I agree. Like normally, like you look at those whenever you see like Best Picture, it's like okay, Pixar's yeah, got this. You know, not what? this time. I don't think. I don't think they do. Um, is Wreck-It Ralph Pixar or is it just Disney? It's just Disney. Okay. Um, another thing, another bit of news that's been trickling out. Ew. <laughs> as we talk about bad comic book movies, mm-hmm. how they do exist. Word on the street. At least that's what my my your sources my sources are telling me. <laughs> Twitter. Um, X-Men Dark Phoenix is apparently a mess. Yeah, I've heard that. They are saying that it is like a disaster and that marketing, they don't even know what to do with it, (laughs) which that just blows my mind. Yeah, it's pretty bad if they don't even know how to market it. Like, just show some explosions and throw it out there, man. Like, (laughs) at at this this point, you got to. At this point, yeah, you just got to throw it against the wall and just be like, try to get some money back. Exactly. And and people are like, oh, Disney's not going to release it. They're going to release it. There's, yeah. Money that's been put into it, so they, I mean, you might as well try to get something out of it. Exactly. You know, make it not a complete waste, but because people are going to see it, mm-hmm. you know, of course, whether or not they continue to go see it after, you know. I mean, it's the swan song of uh, a dynasty, really, like the original mega comic book film franchise. Exactly. Like this started all the way back. I think I talked about this with Tony a few weeks ago, started all the way back in like 2000. Yeah. And, and here we, we are it. in almost 2020. Yep. And, you know, you talk about, it is not just the X-Men movies. It's, you know, uh, the Wolverine movies, mm-hmm. for better or worse, the Deadpool movies. First class. First mm-hmm. class. Um, the New Mutants, if if that ever comes out. Yeah, the TV shows like that, uh, what was it, Legion? Legion. Yeah. I don't know if that's in the world or not. I don't think so. But it's part of the franchise. Yeah. But, I mean, like I've told people, like, I'm, am I going to see Derek Phoenix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I going to enjoy it? Probably not. I don't think I'm going to see it. Really? No. Did you I, see Apocalypse? Apocalypse? Yeah. I did not. Really? I was. It just looked like horseshit to me. <laughs> and everyone, I heard from almost everyone that it wasn't very good. Yeah. I bought it. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, You're just such a completionist. I think that's what it is. And you know, it's funny because there's a there's a, a little tick in my brain. Ooh, you might want to get that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a little tick in my Hopefully brain. It doesn't lay eggs. <laughs> Where I'm like, I'm thinking, and I'm like, you know, I didn't really like Aquaman. But do I want to buy it? Because like, you're right. There's a completion. Yeah. It's part of my brain. It's it's a it's 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 an obsession. It's like a, it's like there's an itch in my brain mm-hmm. that I can't get to. I mean, if you skipped about half an hour of Aquaman, it'd probably be a pretty good movie. My brain's gonna justify it by saying, "Well, maybe if I watch it a second time, maybe I might like it a little bit more." That's I why mean, I have uh, fucking Green Lantern sitting on my shelf. <laughs> I did like Ocean Master a lot, and I loved Black Manta. Oh, Black it had Manta! Really cool characters. The, the, the action scenes were were. Yeah, the, the special effects were good. I loved Atlantis. It looked really cool. I was just wondering, where did those turtles and stuff get air from? They're all at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Aquaman just breathes in their mouth. I watched that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, if you really think about it, when did when did the first Blade movie come out? 
Oh, it was 99, 90. No, it was probably like 97. So would you say the comic book movie started with Blade or would you say X-Men really got the ball rolling? I know technically people would say Spider, the first Spider-Man is what really amped it up, like brought it to the next level. Yeah. But the X-Men movies, I mean, I think that, uh, I would say X-Men Blade, like most people didn't even realize it was a comic book. movie. Yeah. And then, I mean, they'd made comic book movies before that, that were popular. It was more of like, here's a movie that yeah. also just so happens to be a comic book. Yeah. Exactly. Not so much as here's a comic book movie. The vast majority of comic book movies did very little to maintain the source material to preserve it at all. X-Men, while it didn't do very much compared to previous movies, like say, you know, Batman and Robin, it was very faithful to the source material in comparison, because at least it got the whole, you know, professor Xavier and his group of, uh, mutants are against an evil group of mutants led by Magneto. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the gist of it, the concept of belonging and these people, you know, that are being ostracized because they're different and reacting in two different ways to it and being dangerous, but at the same time being people too. So they got that much, right? <laughs> the, the funny thing is the first X-Men movie, which I mean, if you think about it, it's almost kind of uh, poetic. Yeah. The first X-Men movie for me actually sparked my first bit of nerd rage. Ever. Yeah. While sitting in a cinema. <laughs> what was it? Uh, when I realized that there was no connection between Wolverine and Sabretooth. Yeah. I was angry about that too. When I realized that, I was like, are you, are you kidding? Like I want yeah. to turn to my dad and be like, they're supposed to know each other. <laughs> they're supposed to really hate each other. Like that's what I watch on Saturday mornings, dad. <laughs> to be fair. You Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could explain away because they both had their memories jumbled with so much that they might not have remembered each yeah. other and yada, yada, yada. It was, it was, a, it was a moment. It was just like, a, just like a fleeting moment. I and, remember feeling the same way, but that was like my first like moment of like, but in the comics, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all started with the first X-Men and, and the rest of the movies just beat it into my brain yep. after that. <laughs> Cause like, I mean, X-Men two for the longest time for me, X two was like the antithesis of comic book movies. Like I thought X2 was like the greatest fucking thing. Like yeah, that uh, opening scene with Nightcrawler. Oh yeah. Oh, Super cool. Oh, Wolverine going berserker. Yeah. In the mansion, even though there's yeah, no black blood. ops guys. Yeah. It's still fine. Yeah. He's still impaling people with claws. Yeah. It's more than we got in the cartoon. Yeah. yeah just always being like something, something, these bub. Yeah. <laughs> cutting off the barrel of their guns and kicking them, you know? Yeah. Just good, wholesome family action. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, I, we've, we've all kind of grown up with this franchise and I think, I think I owe it to myself to <laughs> tend to the X-Men yeah. to, to see them off until they are officially rebooted yeah. into the MCU. And you're, uh, you're like the, uh, the child who takes care of their grandparent, even after they've gone senile. <laughs> and I'm like the child who just dumps them in a fucking <laughs> retirement home. Sayonara, Gramps. <laughs> Sign the... <laughs> <laughs> That may very well be like the greatest analogy that was ever, <laughs> ever put on this show. They're not hitting you when I leave. Shut up. <laughs> but Brian Singer. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, good stuff. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I try to go for the, the most mean spirited metaphor I can think of. That was good. Thank you. That was a very dark metaphor. <laughs> I'm not going to argue it. <laughs> Oh, um, I think that'll kind of do it. That's a good note to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but while we, before we wrap this all 
up with a bow. Um, just a heads up, our preliminaries will be starting here, or may have already started. Check our Facebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, for Kapowcast March Madness, for voting will be open, and you'll be ready to you know vote for your favorite heroes. If you head on over to our Facebook or our Patreon, uh, we have all the infos in the contest. Um, you put a dollar in on Patreon after the preliminaries, you pick a hero. You donate a dollar, you get one hero. Two, two heroes. Three, three, four, four, five. You get six. Damn. You get a bonus. That's nice. It's bringing the savings to you. Yes. And uh, if if your hero wins, you get a $25 Amazon gift card and also a digital download of one of the many uh, movies that we've done commentary tracks for. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So we're just trying to give back to you, the people. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Dean Ambrose impersonation? Yes. yes. The people. <laughs> uh, also... Tony would kill me if I uh, didn't promote this. We, uh, at least I know for sure, him is going to be ast- at, uh, what is it called? Astronomica. Thank you. I could not say, I could say it in my head, but yeah. I couldn't <laughs> say the words. It's a, it's a tongue twister. That's um, going to be out in Sterling Heights, my old stomping grounds. When is it? It is at a specific time and place, February 8th through 10th. Good stalling. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it is at a specific time and place. That I will mention soon. Get ready. <laughs> and it is. Um, I would like to try to. I would like to try to make it out there. Yeah. Um, I see Scott Steiner's going to be there. Is uh, he? Scott Hall. Oh no shit. Yeah. Also Debo from Friday. That's fucking awesome. Or also he was the, also in uh, Wishmaster Two. He's also in The Dark Knight. Oh yeah, he was the, yeah, the guy he was the, the nice prison guard. Yeah. yeah, the one who didn't blow up the other boat. Don't, I took it from you. <laughs> You mean I got about two hundred dollars? He's also Zeus. Yeah, he's Zeus in uh, No Holds Barred, and he was also in The Fifth Element as the president of Earth. <laughs> what a resume! Yeah, man. What a resume! He's a great guy. Um, I hope to make it out to that, but I know Tony will be there. So uh, I plan on uh, if I don't work, I'll go. We'll be we'll be out. Some of us will be out there fucking yep. shit up. As only podcast <laughs> can do. Hell yeah! Uh, once again, thank you though to all our patreons who are. Going to be getting early access to their heroes on Patreon. Charlie Robbins, Angel Jody, Janelle Kozlowski, and Jeremy Brown. Thank you. Thank you for your continued support. You mean so much to us. It's like so much. Like it's not even funny. We're not even like, you know, we're like, I can't eat a lot, but I can't even <laughs> like we literally cannot even, but it does mean a lot. We, we genuinely thank you. Yeah. It's nice. So nice. It keeps me out of the sad place. <laughs> Um, also, I mean, most importantly, you can also find us every week on the Pod Rose Podcasting Network. You can find our show and tons of other great stuff, like your show, Jeff, the Jean Pod Van Dam cast. Oh yeah, we're also planning a uh, Kurt Russell filmography cast called Every Day I'm Russelling. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty brilliant. Uh, uh, that, was, uh, that was all John Bruski. <laughs> every day. I'm I hope we got the copyright out there already. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, we also have shirts available over on tpublic.com, available in a variety of colors. And yes. We're currently working on another shirt. Um, I won't tell you guys what it is. We think you'll like it, though. But I'll give you a hint. Weebs. It's <laughs> our, our hint. If you'd Weebs. like to guess. <laughs> uh, Oh, very exciting for that, though. Um, 
We also uh, have an email account, kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, Kapowcast2015, Twitter at Kapowcast, Instagram, Kapowcast. And you can also find us over on Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are streamed and listenable. Download a podcatcher app and you'll get it. Promise. Jeff, thank you. Thank you. It's been I'm, very enjoyable. We just uh, we just kind of free, free-balled it today. Oh, yeah. Worked out pretty well. Yes. Didn't get caught on anything. No. No. Your metaphor was pretty good, though. <laughs> thank you. Hopefully next time we'll be reviewing Reign of Superman. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.